Greetings and salutations, and welcome to episode 333 of Retail Halfway to Sex with the Devil? I don't know. The dark (laughs) number. I am your co-host, Jessica Delisle. With me from her own domicile is Alicia Tobin. I thought you said domicile. And I was like, that's true. No. (laughs) There's not a lot of smarts in here these days. It's your, your, it's a, it's a domicile. You live in a dome. It's a geodesic dome. Oh wow! And so uh, much dusting. Everything you have is spherical. Yep, that's so true. Well, I'm glad we talked about this. Yeah, I'm outing you. Sorry. Um, I'm very excited for our guest today. She's coming to us all the way from the other side of the continent. She's a returning guest. She's an author. She's a podcaster. It's Lori Williver. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> She's a haunted goblin. <laughs> I am. Welcome haunted. back. Thank you. I'm so excited that you asked me back, that you guys actually would want to have me back. Oh, come on. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I hope I can do it proud. I don't know. Just remember to talk about farts to make that one person on Apple uh, ratings hate us. That's the oh, only is that, thing. Is that a thing that you have a, a hater? I'm sure she stopped listening like 18 years ago. But yeah. she, wrote, <laughs> she really doesn't like how much I talk about shit and piss. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, not just you. So Yeah. <laughs> is she aware yeah. that, you know, none of this is compulsory? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it is. It's, it's like the Goodreads of the internet, like the yeah. podcast world, right? If yeah. you want to live in Vancouver, you have to listen to at least a thousand hours of a local podcast. That's true. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, Canada, you guys do things differently there and, yeah, uh, yeah. and arguably a lot better. Yeah. That's Some the, things. The socialist way is podcasting. Um, I can't even remember the last time you were on. Time is wiggly. You've been on mm-hmm. once with your co-host of your podcast, Carb Face. Yes. Uh, and then you've been on once solo just once yeah it was about I think it was about this time last year because I remember I was talking about having been up to visit my parents and going to the store with the blueberry pretzels right oh yeah the cheese dust yes oh yeah cheese powder yum which I recently I kind of let it go in the fridge for a while and then not too long ago I just got in there with a spoon and just ate it like a monster and it was so good um it does weird things to your poop, though. <laughs> like neon? Well, it's blue. And I think I talked about this last time. Like, oh. there's something... The pigment is so rich and pure when you look at it that you almost... It almost blinds you. And then apparently, <laughs> like, some 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 element of the orange is actually made from something that is blue in your poop. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. Could be a chemical reaction, too. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it's it's 100% organic cheese, so... What? <laughs> totally. <laughs> I wonder what it would look like under UV light. Mm. The cheese powder, not the poo. But mm. I mean, maybe a little bit of both. Who knows? Yeah. That's a, it's a good home decor suggestion. Maybe I'll get a, a UV light in my bathroom just so I can really see. <laughs> yeah. How clean is it? Not very. How clean is no. your bowl? I mean. How recently saw on Twitter a woman complaining that her her husband didn't know that you had to clean a toilet. What? <laughs> like, is this the same man that doesn't wash his butt? 
Oh, Remember that? Because it's gay to touch your own butt? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he like saw her scrubbing the toilet bowl and he was like, what are you doing? The toilet doesn't need to be, the toilets don't need to be clean. They just clean themselves. He's like, what are you doing? Like, with, with you'll hear from my toothbrush. lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> that's, I don't think I would marry someone if they had never cleaned the toilet. Like that's, yeah. I don't It's a conversation to, you need to have. Yeah. And I don't mean to like be binary and sexist, but like it's kind of a man job. I don't know. Oh, I like this. <laughs> At I mean, least in my marriage it is. <laughs> I don't know. It's not. I mean, I obviously clean the toilet as well. We both do. But I think it's mainly Jay because he's not this man. He's the opposite mm. of this man. Yeah. Yeah. This guy so she, was not he just aware. think it was just getting cleaned. It was just cleaning itself. He never knew that this labor was being done by his partner until that Correct. moment. Correct. Yeah. Or ostensibly his parents or, you know, whomever raised oh, yeah. him. I mean, oh, yeah. there's so maybe many there's more questions. to the story, but yeah. yeah. He just he just thought that like when you flush the toilet, that's a that's a self-cleaning oven. That's clean enough. What did he think like they must have had a toilet brush, presumably kind of close to the toilet. Yeah, I don't know. I don't He's know. He's probably not a really curious person is what I'm getting from yeah, maybe. this. Yeah. Maybe it was like for emergencies only, he thought, you know, like if you, I don't know. It's, right. uh, it's so great to be divorced. <laughs> <It was laughs> uh, I can't wait to, to find out. Alicia, yeah, you got to join. Uh, we could be like a first wives club. That's right. I need <laughs> to get to Forest so I can fit in with mm-hmm. you. We can sing Leslie Gore in our little um, skirt suits. That's all mm. I remember about that movie. <laughs> oh, first wives club. Right. Yeah. yeah. I saw that in the theater. It was bad. I remember seeing it and being like, I'm definitely too young to be the target mm. audience for this. Mm-hmm. But I really liked Leslie Gore as a kid. And they sang like, you don't own me. You know, and yeah. choreographed. And it's Bette Midler, uh, Diane, Diane Keaton. Keaton, and, and Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. Oh, okay. And then I think Sarah Jessica Parker plays like the chippy or something. There's oh, like the new wife. Yeah. 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 She also played Steve Martin's girlfriend in LA Story. That's right. I really yeah. love that character. She's been around for ages. Yeah. yeah. It's great. She's in Flight mm-hmm. of the Navigator. It's great. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You can watch that movie on YouTube. I try and let everyone know that as often as possible. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a movie that I was like, would this be fun to rewatch? Or is it going to be like problematic and like women hating women and that sort of thing? First Wives Club? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember it. I remember seeing it when it came out, like on VHS. And it was just the same movie that those like in just a different it's this witches of eastwick it's they're all the yeah. same movie. totally yeah totally yeah they're, and those women were considered so old at the time <laughs> like, and they weren't at all no wow. yeah they were oh yeah they were like, they were we're like spent, maybe 40s we're the yeah. first wives that you like throw away yeah that's funny it's like the golden girls too i think like rue mcclanahan was only in her 50s when she played blanche she's like wow. the youngest it just yeah. the way women were viewed, you know, 30 years ago is quite different. Yeah. I mean, I've kept the same. Everyone's an old bat after 40 vibe going. <laughs> but bats are cool. Bats are so cool. I love my bat accounts on Instagram. Do people do such kind things for these animals? And they're so sweet. They're are pretty. they sweet? Yeah, they're quite gentle. 
Some mm. of them drink blood, but <laughs> yeah, those are my favorite. Well, the so do some ones. humans, you know. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So. How else do you think I have this youthful glow? <laughs> <laughs> We've been wondering, all dressed in black, only going out at night. It's true. Well, it's hard to not be only going out at night because the sun sets at five o'clock now. So. Yeah, yeah. I just had that experience. Same. The first podcast uh, after the time change, I took Hank outside and we're recording an hour earlier than we normally do. And it's pitch black. Yeah. But he yeah. is on his own schedule. So he thinks it's already seven o'clock and he's more than happy to just go to the go to the yard and pee and come back in, which makes me happy. No more of this walk bullshit. Yeah. Who needs it? He's already had two two hour like two hour long walks today. There's no okay. more for him. I am I'm jealous. I do need that. <laughs> yeah. So bats, Lori, absolutely. I think like all baby animals are pretty sweet. Yeah. And then to I eat. think as they get older, <gasps> to cook and eat. <laughs> Lori, you're fired. Baby Sorry. Delicious. Mm, that is my favorite. No, it's not. I'm even joking about it. I'm, I've upset myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I recently went to visit my new boyfriend. Uh, who Ooh, who lives what? in Florida most of the time? And oh, I'm so I, sorry. I, uh, but also has this beautiful apartment from which I am podcasting. So, um, but he most of the time lives in Florida, and I went to visit him for the first time, and he was like, "Well, you know, what do you want to do?" And it's like, mm, watch TV, and eat, <laughs> you know, like what I normally do. And he's like, "Well, there's this thing. I'll just send you a link, and you can decide if you want to go to it or not." And it was a family-friendly bat festival what? and I didn't I guess it's a new enough what? relationship and he's like a pretty can be like a pretty sarcastic person so I was like he's joking right <laughs> so I wrote back something that was like you know there are so many things that I would rather do than go to this bat festival and most of them involve like invasive and non-invasive <laughs> ways of determining if a person has colon cancer <laughs> um, <laughs> And then it turned out he wasn't joking that he had (laughs) thought maybe this was something we could do together. And I was like, oh, no, are we going to break up because of this? Um, But, you know, it was fine. And uh, we did not go to the Bat Festival. And I was like, sorry, I hope I didn't hurt your feelings. He's like, I don't care. It's fine. Um, But, yeah, just the idea of a Bat Festival Bats flying around. Also, the family-friendly aspect. Also, the the Florida of it all. Like, I don't want to be out in a, like a, a chaotic yard situation with like I don't know. Do they have yellow jackets in Florida? Uh, like buzzing they have, around they have garbage like the, cans. The murder hornets. Yeah, they, and yeah. like flying and alligators. Like, like I just I'm like I just like to point out too that it has been proven that bats carry COVID. Florida's mm. never not had the worst COVID numbers in your country. It right. may not have been a thing to do this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we didn't do it. So it was good. <laughs> but now you know what to do to surprise him uh, when it's like in the a, bedroom. <laughs> just like a bat. Baby bat fly out of my vagina. <laughs> that would be so <laughs> impressive. <laughs> that, Blowing out oh. those cobwebs. I wish, <laughs> I wish I could do that. They do like living in dark caves. So. Yeah, one under each boob, maybe. <laughs> like. That's where the moths live. True. Oh, I also oh. have such a thing about moths. Anyway, um, you Sorry. never know that I grew up in the country and studied natural resources and science as a college student because I've become a real city girl. I don't like uh, creepy crawly things either. Today I was doing dishes and there's a silverfish in one of my mugs. Uh, no. 
and he was this little guy and I haven't seen many of them recently, but I live in a really old building and there's just one drawer that I know is like their hotel and I never go in there. Like I only take <laughs> linens from the top of it, knowing like everything underneath is just like some sort of, <laughs> you guys love bugs and stuff. Not silverfish. Yeah. What is yeah. it that's so terrible? I mean, they're like harmless, but they're terrible. That they all eat those your little- shit. All the legs, all the feathery little legs. Yeah, it made me really yeah. want to dump out that entire drawer. And I was going to go to Welks and just buy all new dish towels today. Because I'm like, <laughs> this, they, it, like, they've all been anointed by the feet of a silverfish. Ooh. Yeah, well, they're all through the building. We've had, we've had big silverfish talks before. But um, the thing that I hate the most is the house centipede. And I've still cool. only seen two in my life, but I had one in Montreal. My friend Mita and I were watching Lost, Jessica, favorite show. Oh, we'll be talking about it later in the podcast, don't worry. <laughs> it's one of the only TV shows I've given up on. And oh, no. um, we were sitting there and I don't, maybe we'd had a couple of glasses of wine and this thing just came across, like walked across the, even the dog was scared of it. Like, even the dog was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. And my dog used to kill wolf spiders, like, for fun. <laughs> and we we're all like, just get on the couch. It was maybe this big. And it just, this, and it's very similar to a silverfish, but the legs kind of curl. And it looks like a little mustache or false eyelashes moving across. So, yeah, those are my least favorite. And wolf spiders I don't care for. Yeah. I feel very badly, though, when I, when I feel like I need to kill one. Because they're so substantial. Feels wrong. Feels wrong yeah. to be like the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning is murder something. Kill. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like this is not a good way to start every day. Mm. Um, okay, off of the creepy crawly talk because I yeah I'm getting too creeped out. Yeah, how was Florida? Did you just like hang out and watch TV and eat food and hang out with your boyfriend, or did you do anything truly Floridian? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we went. We went to the beach actually. Oh wow! Um, so he lives in Gainesville, but we uh, got in his car and he drove it to uh, St. Augustine, which is on the East Coast, and it was about a little, little over an hour drive there. Um, and it was great. It was like. What a treat to go to the beach in October um, yeah. and go in the ocean and sit on sand and all of that. Uh, and then went out to dinner. So that was like the most Florida thing. There was a farmer's market, which was really interesting because everything's, you know, it, their seasons are completely different from yeah. the Northeast. So, and there were a lot of things that we don't get in the Northeast. Um and we did a lot of cooking and his dog had diarrhea. So there was a trip to the vet. Um yeah. And watched a lot of TV and, uh, yeah, just kind of hung out. It's really nice. That does sound nice. Yeah. It's a good guy. Florida. It's like the elusive state that I, like, I think I've been to, like, I don't know, a lot of states. I've been, not, like, all of them, obviously, but I think, like, maybe close to 40 states. But Mm. Florida is the one that's, like, always gets away. You've never been? Every show we've ever had like falls through or something happens and we just wind up, we're like on our way there and we're like, nope. And then we just like (laughs) go across the South instead. So yeah, I'm very curious about it. It's obviously like I've built it up as this mythical thing. Yeah, it is very, it is a weird place and there are clearly some bad things about it, but I also really love it. Name one bad thing. A bad thing. Um, The governor. Yeah, that guy's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Disney. Yeah. Person who ate that other person's face off. Oh, um, right. Bath salts. 
Yeah, bath salts. Like that's yeah. Florida really put bath salts on the map. <laughs> totally. I don't totally. know that story. Uh, but maybe not maybe not now. Let's just yeah. gloss over it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Maybe we'll I mean, do should we do retail nightmares? Spooky season nightmare. is over. Yeah. Okay. The only nightmares that okay. we have space for on this podcast are mm-hmm. of are the retail variety. Retail or adjacent. Yeah. yeah. All right. I've got one. Let's okay. Hear it. One. okay. It's, um, <laughs> it's more of like a future retail nightmare because at some point uh, it's going to become my problem. And right now, or maybe not, but I, it is going to become my problem. And that is that um, my dad does the grocery shopping for the household and he loves a what he likes to affectionately call a BOGO, which is a buy one, get one. And it does not matter a wit if he needs the product or not, <laughs> if he's going to buy it because he gets a second one for free. So this manifests in, um, they have a their house, um, the basement is like the entire footprint of the house. It's a huge basement. And uh, just full of shit, full of shit, right? And one large section of the basement is just like the food bunker. And so every time I visit, I just go and kind of marvel at like how much extra food they have, which is, you know, it's better than not having enough food, right? But it's like, I think the last time I counted, there were like 37 bottles of diet cranberry juice. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. And it's not, and my sister will use the phrase hoarding. And he gets, and he's like, I'm not a hoarder, you know? And it's like, there's enough space that like, he could, he could really have a serious hoarding problem and it would take a while to really catch up to the space. But like, it's kind of like, no one needs that much cranberry juice and it's not, no one's going to drink that much cranberry juice. And there's, you know, just, so there's multiples of everything. And those expire. And those expire. Right. So, (laughs) I mean, and it's. It's only going to become my problem when, you know, at some point my parents will die and my sister and I will have to clean out their house. And I know that there's going to be like hundreds of boxes of Lucky Charms. And Jessica and I can help clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're gluten free now. I'll yeah. do, a, I'll do a, a GoFundMe to pay for a flight and I'll, yeah, I'll put on a yeah. biohazard suit and rent a truck and drive back with all of this, uh, this stuff. So, yeah, you know, it's relatively harmless. It's, it, it's, he's always got a story, but it's just like, dude, man, like this is a, he's a smart guy, you know, but he hasn't, he's not wise in the ways of not being, uh, marketed to like a sucker. So see, that's the thing is like, he's not really doing anything wrong. He's just saying yes. Yeah. Like, obviously. Yes and. Obviously. Right. But like my mom's husband does the same thing and they have their pantry, which is bigger than my entire apartment. And I'm like, okay, like it would be good if they were using it and cycling through it and doing the stuff that you do in a restaurant where like, you know, the new thing goes to the back and you use the oldest thing first. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. you cycle through, but they don't. They just buy it and they fill up the room and then they don't eat the food that's even in their cupboards in the kitchen and the fridge. And I'm like food waste is a thing yeah. <laughs> like give yeah, it to I, me I stole I stole a jar of jam uh well while, while my dad wasn't looking um because I was like this is gonna expire in a month and I'm sure you're not even aware because you've got like so much fucking jam you know yeah. so many yeah. there's also a lot of like just dumb shit you know like 18 different kinds of barbecue sauce and like Ooh. specific rubs for specific types of fish and you know just shit that's like 
Anyway, um, that's all I got. Some of it sounds a little bit aspirational, like myself and my complicated grain-free flower collection. Yeah. (laughs) I will then go out and just buy a premix and forget that I have those flowers. Right, right. We all do it. I mean, my cabinets are a a hall of disappointment and shame as well. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I've got a much smaller space to fill, and so I have to limit myself. So, anyway, that's my original nightmare. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very sweet and it's sad and well, it's like looming I, uh, and yeah. it's growing. And I know, like, you went to like help them do a, a yard sale last yes. year. Yes. So when oh, you're yeah. like, the basement's full of junk, I'm like, oh, like, yeah. It's hard to think about, especially like living in a city and you know, wishing you had more space, and then being like, if I had more space, would I just right. do this too? Right. Would I also have twelve dozen goose decoys and a canoe <laughs> and a snowblower and like I mean, that's tools essential. from the 18th century or whatever? Like yeah. it's you know, yeah, yeah. And those yard sales, we've done at least three of them, and they just scratch the surface. It's like one percent of the stuff goes, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this is the burden of abundance. It's like. It's cultural, it's also generational, and Mm -hmm. it's something that the longer you are in one place and the longer you have something, the more sort of value you impose onto it. Like you're sort of like, well, I've had this for like 20 years or I've had this for 40 years. And it's like, that doesn't make it more useful to you. It just means like... Some cost fallacy. Exactly, it's that. (laughs) And it's, uh, yeah, it's hard. And I definitely... Um, part of that but mine's all like well this was my grandma's and like you mm-hmm. know I can justify everything that way but then you can also be like well remember your grandma was also terribly racist so like <laughs> keeping things just because they were hers like you know you're just ignoring the bad things and thinking about the yeah. good things but yeah it's tough and I see it happening with my mom and that's sort of like that's also like what the american dream is like you buy a big house and you keep buying a bigger house and you keep filling it up Mm -hmm. and you keep Mm getting you keep buying you get the new stuff and it's like there's no real like exit plan and i like what what's it called like the death cleaning like swedish death cleaning or something i love that and i wish that people weren't afraid of it (laughs) that's my big fear is like i have uh four quite large closets in my apartment and there's an unusual amount of storage And they're all pretty full with things that are probably useful to other people with the exception of a couple of boxes. But um, I always describe it as pulling a thread on a sweater. Like once I start, it means I have to commit to this massive clean out and I just don't have the energy or the spirit for it. So I just just pushed like 150 markers into a closet this afternoon from the comedy show. I was like, you just have to get into this closet. (laughs) And like pushing the closet closed because I'm like, I can't deal with the shit. But at one point, I'm going to have to deal with it. And wouldn't it be better to deal with it when you're in a good space as opposed to like mm. moving or yeah, when leave, leaving it for your loved ones? And when you like, why did she to. have so many markers? Why does she have so many J. Crew blazers? Yeah. I've never even seen her wear a blazer. I feel like I've seen you wear a blazer, maybe. Yeah, I had a real blazer face. I had a blazer face, for Blazers sure. Blazers are great. They have so many pockets. They're useful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love a blazer. Should I tell my terrible retail nightmare? Yes. Yeah, yes, please. So it's Get pretty terrible. dark. So a, a trigger warning includes violence, car accident. Oh, my gosh. And... A crunchy bar, two Diet Cokes, and a bag of M&M's. Um, yesterday, Graham and I went to Ikea. Graham, friend of the podcast, friend of ours, he just recently got a car. 
and is so everyone okay <laughs> yes hang okay. on mm-hmm. neither of us neither no we weren't hurt okay i, just, I should have really I said that out of the way <laughs> yeah I needed to know. yeah you would know okay uh, you would know if something had happened to us We're, of course you were like in the in the top 10 but we went to a gas station nearby my place because we weren't sure where the next gas station was and it was at oak and king ed Oak and King Ed is under construction all the time right now. I got stuck on one side of the street a couple of weeks ago, and they had no way for pedestrians to safely cross. You're just out in the fucking, on Oak Street, which is such a dangerous street. And um, as we were pulling into the parking lot of the the, uh, gas station, and I was like, Graham, I I want something to drink. Do you want something? And he's like, I want M&M's and a Coke. And I was like, I'm going to get a chocolate bar and a Coke too. I was kind of excited. Um, but I saw a fire truck and I was like, well, I don't think fire trucks fill up at the gas station. Uh, they probably do. But then I saw a stretcher and Uh-oh. as we pulled in to the gas station, it was clear that someone had been injured. So, you know, being very discreet, trying not to look, but aware that there are sirens, there's police pulling in, like, I feel bad that we're getting gas. And I'm also like, you know, I just feel bad. Like someone's clearly hurt. I don't know how serious it is. And I overhear that somebody was hit by a truck, a pedestrian, a pickup truck. And I imagine, like, the way that I imagine it was, like, was serious, but they were also not seriously injured from just the sort of mumblings. But they were hit by a fucking pickup truck. And this woman came in with her daughter during all of this, and she was getting a package of cigarettes. And a man popped in, I believe the pickup driver, and he asked if the video could have potentially caught the accident. And the woman buying cigarettes was like, excuse me, would you just let me finish buying my pack of smokes? (laughs) (laughs) And then the clerks were like, no, sorry, it doesn't pick up that particular part of the parking lot, which I found very Mm. hard to believe. Mm. But this woman just had no idea that, like, even despite everything was going on like i think of it, her life is like so stressful that Tunnel but then vision. she was like then really deciding between like snacks and cigarettes and i was like there's a like there's a really serious accident outside um but i just really loved that she was like no you don't have king size oh god okay i'll take regular <laughs> uh, wow <laughs> so that was my weird retail nightmare yeah. it, it seemed funnier in my head in the moment darker Everyone's got priorities. I mean, if you're going to get hit by a car, that is a good place for it to happen because you're right in between two hospitals. That's true. Mm. You're Mm. like 10 streets away from a great hospital. Yeah. If you're a woman or a child, there's Women's and Children's Hospital just a couple blocks up the street. And then if you're anything else... Your Vancouver General is just down the street. So, you know, you always find the silver lining in things, yeah. Jessica. I always bright find side it, man. the silver fish um, <laughs> in the lining of everything. Does women's and children really, children's really only admit women and children? No, like I think they'll take anyone, but it is, okay. that's what they specialize in. Like when okay. I was a child getting mm. all my weird, my weird tests, uh, mm. that's where I would mm-hmm. go for all of those. And, yeah. uh, then they also do fun things for women. Yeah, you can have a baby I'm sure there. Sure, it is fun. Or an abortion. That's fun. Yeah, also I didn't very know that. fun. I didn't yeah. know they did a bobos. Oh, they should do. <laughs> they do a bobos. Honking on a bobos. <laughs> They're honking nonstop on a bobos. Abortions over there. needs a cuter name. They are. I, I, yeah, totally. it's a bobos. Yeah, adorable. Yeah, I'm sure they like they don't turn people away. I'm not sure if they have like an emergency. Yeah, I don't know that they have an emergency for 
everybody. But they it's keep really strange. I walk it. past there at least three times a week. Also, it's the, huge. Like, the blood bank is right there too. So you could just yeah, you know about it because you go there and you steal blood because you're a little vampire. Yeah, yeah I just like Smoothies. take I just take a little sip off of the top of each of the bags, so it's like no one notices. That's the testing process. Yeah, <laughs> I have my flavor. My favorite flavors. I. What's your favorite been, flavor of blood? Oh, uh, universal donor? I don't know. That's me. <laughs> You're at a universal donor? Okay, I was going to ask, do you... What is that, O positive? Oh, uh, negative. Oh, negative. Uh, I don't know my blood type. Isn't that terrible? I've never known really? my blood type. Yeah, I don't mm. know Even how Even after you, having a baby? I don't know how you learn it. It was a long time ago. I was, yes. they, you know, I had an epidural and, and then I had right. a C-section. Okay. Uh, oh. I, I should know, wow. but... um. Yeah, it was fine, honestly. If anyone's on the fence about a C-section, fucking do it. You get a cool (laughs) scar. I've seen one being done. It doesn't look cool. Oh, wow. It's a real, like, uh, open-faced sandwich situation part of it. (laughs) You really are very much, like, it's all out there. It's kind of crazy. But, um, yeah, I was, was like, I want to have a baby, but I really want to do the part where I, like, push a human head through my vagina. Um, but I guess that's how it goes. Right. And you can't. And then when, as soon as the doctor was like, I think we should do a C-section. I was like, yes, do it. Okay. Shave yeah. me down. I, I was very pleased. And an epidural can really slow things down. Too. Yeah. My epidural didn't work. I don't know. They, mm-hmm. This is, is this appropriate for retail nightmares? <laughs> Why not? We don't yeah. mind. Body nightmares. Yeah, it was, it was uh, the whole thing's a nightmare. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what were we going to talk about? What were we talking you, about? It's your turn do you to do have a retail, retail thing. But we were talking about hospitals. hospitals. We're talking about you stealing blood from the blood oh, donor yeah. blood. You wanted to know yeah. blood types. Oh, yeah. I've been re-watching Lost. Yes. Um, <laughs> Finally. A, no spoilers. We're on to season two already. There's a scene where one of the characters is injured and thankfully... One of the other characters is a doctor and he needs to do like a blood transfusion and he's asking everyone what their blood types are and nobody knows. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. And Jay's like, I don't know. It's rare that anyone knows their blood type. Like I've had blood work done a gajillion times, but it never says on the report like, oh, and by the way, you're like AB positive or whatever. So I think it's on like in some states, it's like on your driver's license smart should be yeah i uh don't have a lot going for me so i don't i've never had a cavity in my adult teeth and i know my blood type these are my two like most defining that's mm-hmm. your dating profile yeah <laughs> good teeth yeah it's like buying a horse <laughs> it's just you pulling yeah bull gums. <laughs> not a lot of swipes on me and it's like mm, i thought it would be a thought this was it yeah i'm interested about the other lips and there's a little asterisk and it says lazy left eye but you have to scroll (laughs) way down for that way down (laughs) Uh, i yeah i've always known what my blood type is i don't know why Hmm. Um, i mean that's good but i also do i've donated blood 12 times wow Uh, i was just thinking it's time for me to do that because i really like cookies and i just any, <laughs> there's so many it's treats. The only, so it's many the only way boxes. to get cookies is to give blood, right? And you get uh, that sticker that says, "Be nice to me. I gave blood to yes. this." Yeah, it's it just seems like a really for trouble. I know. <laughs> it's just like pointing at it's it, being so like, like weak after two. <laughs> Please be nice to me. No yelling. 
I've heard that there, there's a there's a New York blood bank. I think that's what it's called. And apparently they are like notoriously so mean when you go, like, which is weird because I feel like they should be nice to you and sort of like, you know, grateful for your blood. But apparently it's I mean, they're mean, like, you know, some restaurants have like mean waiters and it's like yeah. fun, you know, because you're like, oh, yeah. they're going to be really mean to me. Tourists come to give blood there. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Call me a bitch again. I got I punched in it. the face and then he stuck a needle in my arm. So. You broke the needle off you. Wow. <laughs> sorry, Jay. I'm sorry. Jay does not uh, enjoy like that kind talk. of talk. Yeah, we're just talking about all the things that people uh, body, hate to body hear. Horror. I'm sorry. Yeah, we we went from snakes to blood. <laughs> That's true. And we did a birth in there. Yeah. Yeah. When when I was in cooking school, we had to do a um, a final project that was a tasting menu. And maybe I've talked about this before because I feel like it's I, it's my entire personality is having done this in cooking school. Um, so my tasting menu was an organ meat tasting menu. Um, oh, okay. Because I was that guy. I just was like, I'm going to be really interesting. Um, is organ meat called offal? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Awful. Awful. Yeah. I mean, it's awful. <laughs> it was awful. Um, so one of the courses I did wasn't necessarily an organ meat, but it was a, a fish blood soup. Um, oh. Did it taste good? It did not. But it was really, it looked really cool in the bowl. Yeah. Sorry. It was, it was mostly red wine. I got to say like it was, it had fish blood in it, but like there wasn't so much fish blood that it made a bowl of soup. Who makes a, f- is it like some sort of cultural It was, yeah, I think I just cribbed all my recipes out of like LaRousse gastronomique. So everything was very classic French, like they don't make it anymore. they're crazy. Yeah. I accidentally bought, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast, a regional French cookbook along with regional reasons why things were made. Mm. And there were... It was just appalling. Like, Mm. it was like rabbits cooked in cream and blood soups and... I, if I found it, Laurie, I would mail it to mm. you. It's it was yeah. wild. It's like, I, it's not for me, but at no. least it's like using up everything. Everything. Absolutely. You're Mr. Brightside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it, it was very much like that and very resourceful and very old timey mm. and lots of butter and lots of cream and lots of little animals and mm-hmm. 16 bottles of diet cranberry juice yeah yes totally up a bathtub um i don't have a retail nightmare but because i'm mr brightside i am going to tell the story of how i drove alicia out to get something (gasps) yes that she bought on facebook marketplace uh the metaverse or whatever the fuck it is it was a haunted doll (laughs) with mark zuckerberg's uh soul inside of it um and we threw it down a well no, that that was great. That all worked out. Alicia got what she wanted. She even got two of what she wanted. Classic. Um, but on our way back, we stopped in at a little vintage store that I had been wanting to check out for a while. And the afternoon, it had been kind of a rainy day, but it was the light. It was like that early sunset evening light where it's all of a sudden it just becomes really brilliant and beautiful. And like the tips mm-hmm. of the trees are all just glowing. And I was like, wow, it's so cool. And we were in Kits, which is sort of, I don't know, a yuppie-ish neighborhood. Is that even a relevant term anymore? Yuppie? Who knows? Sure. To us. Um, that's all that matters. Yeah. That's how I, that's my whole personality. Um, but we were we were very close to uh, a bookstore that Alicia had had a book on hold 
at for a very long time. So I was like, we're so close. Let's go. And then we sort of like flirted with the idea of maybe going to Dairy Queen because that was on that so corner many times. too. Mm. But we made the wise decision to uh, not because we were mm. like, both of our bodies will <laughs> reject this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But that weird lighting turned into the most vibrant, beautiful rainbow that oh. both of us had ever seen. And it was it was like a double rainbow. I heard some people say it was even a quadruple rainbow, but I only saw two. But it was so big and the sky was so... It was just the perfect confluence of weather events to make mm. it stand mm. out. Like it was the thickest, fattest rainbow and you could see oh, like yeah, every baby. color. Oh, it was old. <laughs> this rainbow. Oh, you gotta see it. Fucking. <laughs> Fucking stacked rainbow. But like you could see like the purple, the blue, the green, yeah. the yellow, the wow. orange, the red, like Roy G. Biff, And it baby. wasn't like yeah. a watercolor rainbow. No, it was vibrant. It was like Tempera, there's baby. a prism being held up to the sun and creating this. Yeah. Uh, so we went into this bookstore and it, they were just about to close. And as soon as we got in, the person was like, just so you know, we're about to close. And we're like, oh, we know. Don't worry. We're just here to pick up something that's been on hold. But then as we were leaving, I was like, did you know about the rainbow outside? And the person working there who was wearing a T-shirt for a different bookstore in Vancouver that I love very much, uh, mm. Lucky's Books. That was uh, the shirt. The design was uh, drawn by former guest Hiller Goodspeed. And so I was like, I saw the shirt and I was like, I understand you. I get you. You're the type of person who's going to want to know about this rainbow. So she mm. came outside and she was like, I'm so happy you made my day. This is so magical. And everyone's like laughing and smiling and pointing. And uh, I was able to like, when it was safe, there was two lights, both had reds on Broadway, which is the main street in Vancouver. Uh, and so I was able to like run out into the middle street, take a photo and run back. And it lasted for a while. I called Jay, made sure he went outside and saw it. But I've never... I don't think I've ever like not even just pandemic times, but like ever in my life, I've never seen so many people just standing on the street, smiling, looking yeah. happy. So many people like as we were driving back, you know, everyone just like couldn't help it. They had to take a photo of it. Like it was yeah. they've never seen anything like that. And then, of course, Instagram became just like, here's my rainbow photo. Here's right. <laughs> from my angle. And then. I mean, I had some friends who didn't see it and then they were very uh, sort of upset that everyone was like shoving the rainbows down their faces. And I'm like, I'm trying to share the magic. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want to give anyone rainbow FOMO. So the rainbow ruined some lives. Apparently, I'm sorry. Yeah, to <laughs> to admit that. But yes, um, it was just a magical time. It was nice. Yeah. And I'm happy that uh, Alicia and I got to experience it together. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. And it was like, there was just so much kind of peace and joy. Yeah. Suddenly was this really big energy shift for myself as well. Mm. Like the weather and seeing people so happy and people enjoying being outside and the, yeah. you know, it's raining a little bit and there's like a Doberman puppy bouncing around everywhere. And it's like everything got quieter and like more still yeah. or something. It was sort of, yeah, it was magical. Uh, and also if Alicia wouldn't have been picking up that thing from Facebook marketplace and asked me to give her a ride, probably neither of us would have seen it. So, Oh no, I would have completely missed it because it was happening during the time that I would usually be inside. Yeah. yeah, so thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. 
Thank yeah. you. Thank I mean, there's you, an Mark. a that goes by that I don't say that. Yeah. I don't light a candle by his shrine. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a picture of him with the zink. Yeah. <laughs> the zinc <laughs> there's never going to be a funnier photo of such a so bad dude. Good. Yeah. I take a little bit of my hair that falls out and I wrap it around the hair doll that says, good tidings and blessings to you, Daddy Zucky. No, Daddy Zucky. <laughs> Daddy Zucky. Uh, so yeah, here's me trying to turn our very dark <laughs> discussion into rainbow. Yeah. Literal nice rainbows try. and sunshine. <laughs> Let's talk more about that blood soup. Mm, <laughs> Damn yeah. it. I mean, I was, I started this by talking about uh, eating blood or drinking it, drinking it. I mean, if they didn't want us to drink it, why do they make it so salty and delicious? Exactly. Exactly. I don't make the rules. The way it coagulates on the stovetop. I mean, Mm. there's just nothing like it. Just like uh, Nona used to make. (laughs) Um, Would you like to do a segment? Mm -hmm. I would would love to do a segment. Oh, I think I'm choking on a little... Cabbage, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely your first guest was eating cabbage during the podcast. Yeah, like it. it's not great. That's why we stopped doing it in person, uh, is because so many guests were bringing cabbage rolls. But everyone oh. thinks it was the pandemic, and it just happened yeah. to line up with that. But yeah, the, yeah. the great cabbage out. Uh, so yes, down. I would like to do a segment, and the segment I would like to do is worst present ever from a family member. Yeah, Perfect. hear it. The worst present ever from a family member. The worst present ever from a family member. I have the worst. I have two very quick worst presents. Okay. Um, they both That's involve great. my sister. Yes. Uh, and they both are from me to other people. So I am the, I am the dummy in this scenario. Um, the first one was uh, when I was, I think, probably eight or nine years old. And my sister is two and a half years older than me. It was her birthday. It was this time of year. And it also happened to be picture day in school. So I was in the third grade. So you go into the multi-purpose room at the elementary school and the photographer's there and you line up and one by one you go and sit at his little rig and get your picture taken. And uh, I always was look like I was crying every year in the picture because my eyes are really light sensitive. They're very light colored. And they also like, I just, they get watery really easily. So like, as soon as that guy would flash the flash at me, I would just start what looked like crying. I was not emotionally crying, but I was crying in the picture, which is always (laughs) super great uh, for my mom and the money that she spent to get the picture. So this particular picture day, they were giving out, um, combs every, for everybody um, <laughs> to make sure that your hair looked good. Uh, and this was like, this was 1982 or 83. And like neon was definitely like making a big inroads into the uh, popular culture of upstate New York. <laughs> so I chose uh, a neon pink comb. I was really nice. psyched about it. Combed my hair for the picture, got my picture taken and then it was like, oh, let's see, I don't have a job. I'm eight. Uh, it's my sister's birthday. I'm just going to give her this comb. It's a really cool comb. <laughs> I put a like scratch and sniff sticker on it and was like, happy Aww. birthday. Um, and I think she liked it and she used it. And then uh, about two weeks later, we both had raging case of head lice. <laughs> no. I was no. so worried it was so, that yeah. way. Because I was like, so, that's not bad at all. How yeah. So bad? what I had given her really the worst gift was was not the, the comb. It was the, uh, the bugs <laughs> that I imparted from my head to hers. Merry Christmas. 
You can't be sure it was the no, cum. No, but That's true. You but were, family lore dictates it's, that it was me. It was I was the asshole. If anything, you gave a you bit. gave her a, a shared experience, and you probably yeah. like became even closer because you were like united in misery and itchiness. Yeah, you don't have an older sibling, do you? Mm, not <laughs> they, one that I acknowledge exists. Yeah, they don't, they're not so understanding like that. But then the other one I'll say really briefly was much later when my sister and I were both adults and she has children. Um, they are twins, boy and a girl, fraternal twins. Uh, when they were four years old, I think, or five, it was their birthday. And before I had children, I thought I was like, I was always trying to be like the cool aunt who got like, unusual presents like I'm not going to buy plastic from Toys R Us yeah. I'm going to go to like the cool store you know and get the fuck <laughs> whatever like I've you know I've really I realize how annoying that is now here's I mean it's great but blood you know soup. <laughs> yeah here's some blood soup with a crouton mm. yeah a bag of blood <laughs> so um completely not thinking about uh the consequences of my action I bought them um child-sized musical instruments uh so <laughs> I think it was like a recorder and a oh, drum. Oh, oh, and, oh, yeah. And then we, and it wouldn't be so bad because like they're not my kids and I don't live with them, but we all went to my parents' house for the weekend and I like had the gifts wrapped up and I was like, here's your presents. I'm cool Aunt Lori. And then like within five minutes, I was like, I need to take those away from you. You have to stop playing them right now. I'm going to fucking kill both of you. I hate you. <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. Yeah. And my sister was like, you're the one that gave them to them. So I, I will not acknowledge that reality. So yeah, my gift giving skills are not great as it turns it's out. It's tough, especially if you don't have kids. Like I did that with my nieces and nephews one year. I bought them. No, I think this is Mika's kids. I bought them. I bought them a feminist puzzle last summer. And he showed up and like Nelson with this like $50 puzzle. And it's like, uh, it's just all these iconic women of politics and the arts. Oh. And they just like, were like, oh, no. they, they just, they're like, are you shitting us? Like, this is what you, and then I like, I think I had chapstick for them. And they're like, woo, because you know, they love chapstick. But the, I don't think the puzzle was ever finished. And they opened it up. It was so complicated. And I was so mortified that I had sort of these really polite children. Mm. now had this like this burden of having to pretend that they're interested because of the cool friend is here they literally don't know like, like a i would not want that toy <laughs> yeah i don't know how half those mm. women were even a third i was like <laughs> there's like a trivia card that came with every puzzle piece oh wow oh, man yeah so laurie i've been there i've also like done the wooden toys for kids like mm -hmm. so they can mm -hmm. make an airplane hated them yeah they're not kids are not by that shit kids want garbage or money yes. candy yeah. yeah and that's another Chapstick. thing that i want yeah. yes when mika was visiting a couple weeks ago i bought them each a fancy like chapstick from anthropology whoa yeah i mean it's like six dollars and 30 cents or something and they were so stoked it's like what why did i buy that puzzle <laughs> kids are weird what i really wanted to buy was the stuffed piece of toast have you seen those stuffed toys that are like shaped like food they're so cute no it's like, there's a toast with a little pad of butter oh next time yeah hug your food um yeah buying presents for people is hard it's something that uh even if you knock it out of the park and you're like riding high on that your time just marches on and you're like i have mm -hmm. to do this again again yeah, yeah. 
or end the relationship. That's the yeah. option. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's always valid too. But like, there's no, especially if you give someone a really good gift, it's like, there's no way you're going to equal that or surpass like the excitement. Mm-hmm. I say, let's no just gifts. give everyone corn. I think no yeah. gifts is a great thing, actually. Yes. Yeah. I think it's great. I think everybody should consider doing it. And then if you see something and you know somebody will really like it, then just get it for them. If you see mm-hmm. something, say something. If you, That's what that's about. Yeah, it's about uh, shopping. Um, I went to uh, a department store today, Simon's. We're recording this <laughs> on uh, November 11th, which uh, here in Canada is Remembrance Day. And in the States is Veterans Day. Yes. And you'd think... That maybe it's not a big day for shopping, but it was. It was mm. packed. And I was like, is this some sort of Black Friday thing? And I forgot and I fucked up. I thought like if I went on a Thursday, middle of the day, yeah. it wouldn't be busy, but it was fucking packed. And I guess it's just like if you go shopping after October, it's going to be a nightmare because everyone has the idea that they have to buy every person they know the perfect gift, which is like, well, we're all setting ourselves up for failure and the planet, especially. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but it was just shocking to be in the midst of that. And I found the secret to like avoid the crowd in the department store as you just walk through like the mature women section because there's no <laughs> one there. <laughs> Lori and I are in there looking at crew neck sweaters. I'm so glad that I walked Pants through suits. there, though, because I found a shirt. <laughs> That I totally would not have seen if I hadn't. And it's amazing. It looks like a disco ball. And I was like, what is this doing in here? <laughs> like, it was the wow. only thing like it was like, you know, brighter than all the other earth tones that surrounded it. Uh, and I bought it and I'm going to wear it when we play our first show. Very so excited. Very excited. Um, so that was like the universe giving me the best present ever (laughs) you're always allowed to accept the presents the universe brings you yeah that's the secret that's why i am uh that's my vision board so i don't know you should write a book called the secret yeah oh yeah i think the secret secret was written by somebody else first then someone stole the entire book and republished it no really yeah like there was somebody before this the secret like did my secrets. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. Uh, are we doing fanciest animal next? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. What is the fanciest animal? I'm excited to hear what your fanciest animal is. All right. So this came out of uh, a. Sometimes, I don't know if this was the case yesterday, but sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I get on my phone and I'm sure no one else in the world has ever done that before, but it's just, <laughs> just, just a fun little thing that I do. Just yeah, call. that is fun. 3 a.m. Uh, really good for the sleep hygiene. So at some point I sent uh, this, I, I forwarded this really dumb thing to Alicia from Twitter and it, uh, it says, <laughs> the, it was a, it's a mental floss article that says 10 truly bizarre animal penises. Ooh. I, and I said to Lori that you would be totally up for this. <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah. yeah. I I am a fan of whenever you send me uh, weird shit and then I look at the time and I see that it's like 3 a.m. my time and I'm like, 
what? Yeah, it's like two yeah. thirty. I'm like, is it five a.m. her yeah. time? Yeah, yeah. It's always the always the weird stuff comes through then. I love it. So the first one is a picture of a slug, and Alicia wrote back, "That's a slug." But what we did not know, I did not know, is that the a leopard slug's penis is located on its head which is Ooh. very fancy. Dickhead. So, oh, wow. yeah, so there's, I don't know, there's a picture of this leopard slug. It seems to have three penises, and maybe that's just because it's extra fancy. I don't know. <laughs> um, so it's, this is a, it's a listicle. It's, it's, you know, just chock full of pop-up ads and all kinds of nonsense. Um, so I'm just going to go journalism. through and, Yeah, I'm going to tell you about some of the, the animal penises, and each one is fancier than the next. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> uh, we got some hemipenes in here. That's all I want to know. Uh, maybe. That's like a uh, snake penis. Oh, I, well, we'll see. Okay. Uh, whale penises uh, are so large that they're possi- they've possibly been mistaken for sea monsters, and they ejaculate five gallons of Lucky. semen in one shot. Five truck. gallons. So that's five, like five milk jugs. Gallons. Those milk jugs are... That's a gallon. That's a gallon. That's so, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that five, yeah. five gallons is... I'm yeah. going to shoot! And that's what they say. <laughs> 20... 20 liters? <laughs> oh, crap. Is that right? 20 Yeah, liters? I mean, it's a whale-sized jizz, right? <laughs> I'll never know. look at a milk jug the same way. Argentine lake ducks use their corkscrew penises like a lasso to pull in females. I don't love that. Mm, no. uh, they're 17 inches long. Longest bird penises ever observed. Um, wow. Uh, alligators have permanent erections, and they hide their boners inside their bodies. Oh, this is... This is yeah. Uh, I don't even know how to say this one. Echidnas? Echid- Echidnas, oh. yeah. Australian. They, what is the deal with their penises? Oh. The babies are <laughs> called puggles. That's all I know. Oh, oh, my God. Male echidnas have four heads at the end of their genitals, but none of them are used for urination. That passes through a cloaca. Uh, oh, wow. yeah. That's really fascinating. Oh, so the each so the penis has uh, f- uh, four parts. Uh, anyway, that's, that's getting so gross. It's like a like a shower head. You can turn. It's, it's like spigot, you want yeah. like a, a more gentle spray or like a hard jet of jizz. Yeah, you can you can customize your experience. Your spray. Uh, mm. The leopard slug has the penis that comes out of its head. The leopard slug mates by hanging upside down and wrapping its their gooey penises around each other. Yeah, mm. it's beautiful. Same, oh, same. Yeah, slug sex is gorgeous and very mucusy. Oh, oh, it is quite pretty. Yeah, they seem like they're very gentle with each other. Mm. I mean, you gotta be. They're they're pretty soft. Crab sex is very gentle and sweet too. They remove the female shell. Really? And then wait also as the new shell hardens. Wow. Wow. It's very real, sweet. Real vulnerability there. <laughs> hmm I can't even imagine. Barnacle penises can stretch up to eight times the length of their bodies. Yeah, they're so long. Oh, here we go. Snake penis. Hemipenes. <laughs> this, the writing on this article is so brilliant. Like a good, <laughs> like a good s'mores poker, snake penises have two prongs. It's good s'mores poker. Like, what? That's what I do with my, that's what I call my dick, is a s'mores poker. I just want to make a quick break to let you both know that Purdy's now makes a s'mores square. Poker. 
Yeah, I saw that. It's got a graham cracker, marshmallow, caramel, and then it's dipped in chocolate. I bought oh that God. for uh, former guest Alex Hudson's birthday, but I didn't. It looks so good. I didn't tr- uh, try one myself. My favorite um, heavy hemipene uh, <laughs> imagery sort of metaphor is it sort of looks like if you uh, took a surgical glove and blew it up sometimes with because some some of them have like more. Uh, fingers i don't know more yeah they're not all just two prongs some of them are like multiple yeah like i think the lizards and snakes and some skinks and all those skinks love a skink all right uh, a couple more cats have felines have barbs on their penises yeah barb get off that penis girl (laughs) (laughs) Uh, barb Uh, the, the, the greatest moment in a male bee's life is the few seconds that he gets to mate with the queen. After that, it's all downhill. Following the coitus session, the male bee's penis gets ripped off and he dies shortly after. Isn't that really, like, dramatic life cycles? Yeah. Like, they're really interesting animals. The fast die young, baby. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, we've got a pretty good, uh, penis-wise... As humans. For humans, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean. No complaints. Yeah, it's simple. <laughs> yeah. Simple operating manual. Uh, that was great. Thank you. Yeah. That's, so was, every, they're all fancy and they're yeah. all animals. And I don't want to kiss yeah. any of them. No. Mm, yeah. That's no. Not, that's, no. no it's, uh, not maybe a cat. I mean, I will kiss a cat on its forehead. Okay. Not sure. Nowhere yeah. near the penis, though. No. And I, I think a cat does not want your mouth near its penis. I don't even want to see it. It's such a yeah. nightmare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever. Yeah, it's a yeah. real uh, licorice, all sorts of penises. Um, <laughs> it's like a goodie. I mean, that's so many fancy animals that I don't even think I have a fancy animal to top that. I have a fancy animal. Who's your fancy animal? <laughs> it's the mm, guys. It's yeah. albino reptiles. Nice. Oh, yeah. I'm following an albino iguana, and he's orange. Whoa. He's bright orange. He looks like he's been dipped in like all sorts of orange paint. It's so beautiful. Like Lori's cheese dust. Yes, absolutely. And also uh, an albino alligator. It's, uh, mm. And Sheila sent me a video of. Her getting scrubbed with a toothbrush, and she was so stoked. She was moving around. And she's yeah. little. She was, like, maybe wingspan size. Yeah. And very sweet. And just this, like, ivory color. And on regular, like, crocodiles, you can't see all the moss and algae that grows in between their scales. But on her, you can. So she's got to get her scales scrubbed. Oh, wow. She, she stays healthy. I really like all of those animals. Like, I don't want to be around them, but whenever I see the videos of them, I'm just delighted. Mm. The fact that they exist. Yeah. It's just, it's like a double rainbow. Totally a double (laughs) rainbow. Who am I on this episode? (laughs) Should we Papo? Yeah. All right. Lori, who's your Papo of the week? Uh, two quick puppos. Uh, I've been doing a lot of twos in this episode. Uh, first of all, my cat Moxie, who mm. is uh, kind of a little bitch. Uh, she's been <laughs> occasionally pooping on my bed. Oh, fun. Uh, yeah, but she hasn't pooped on my bed in like a couple of weeks. And, and I'm really trying to encourage that 
not pooping on the bed behavior. Um, but she's great. She doesn't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with her, but, um, she's hilarious and I love her. She has a new toy and she's great. But the other puppo is my friend's dog, Corey, who is blind and is a beautiful, uh, Australian shepherd. He was blind from birth. And so she doesn't, she doesn't know. And it's so fascinating to watch her. Like she just has doesn't understand, doesn't know that there's a whole other sense that she doesn't have. Yeah. And she's pretty good at like navigating. Like, you know, she's in a house. It's one story. She kind of knows where things are, but like sometimes she bumps into stuff, but then she's fine with it. But when you're out with her for a walk, um, you wouldn't necessarily know that she is um, blind. Like she has a, she, you know, I guess it's this, some, internal radar sense of smell or memory or sound or something that she can like really pretty um, successfully navigate, you know, the sidewalk and the street and the steps up to the house. And uh, yeah, she's just great. She does a spinning thing that I think is probably (laughs) a factor of being a a shepherd. Um, She just, she tries to herd people, even though she doesn't really know where they are. Like she does a lot of, you know, um, but if she can figure out where she, you are, she will try to herd you, but she also herds herself, I think. And she, she will just spin in a circle until you kind of interrupt the process um, and she's great. So Corey's my oh, papo. I love that. That's great. Alicia, who's your papo of the week? I have so many papos. My oh. first papo is Hank. One thing I really love about Hank is he's so sweet and he wants to meet so many people when we're on walks. So he started occasionally wagging his tail instead of just stopping dead on the sidewalk and staring people down. <laughs> but he really just wants to meet everyone and have a chance to like say hi and get a scratch. And uh, yesterday morning at like seven in the morning, two guys were on their way to their construction job and we had their coffees from Tim Hortons and we're walking down the street and... You know, it's six in the morning or seven in the morning. You don't know if somebody wants to say hi. And as soon as they saw the dog, they beelined and then just gave him so many good scratches. Mm. And he was on his hind legs, like just soaking it up. And it's I love it when I when Hank connects with somebody and gets to have that moment with them and it brightens their day and it makes Hank so happy. Um, my second puppy was Jessica. I had so much fun seeing you the other day socially and like just hanging around and being in the store with you and chatting <laughs> and seeing the rainbow was so lovely. Uh, and my third puppy was Lori. You're such a great friend. It's so nice to have you back on. <laughs> oh, that's it's so nice. I know. <laughs> that's so sweet. And I'm like, well, now I want to like uh, uh, bump my puppy because I'm like, well, <laughs> This is not as as uh, genuine as no, yours. No, you'd say regular puppo. Well, my puppo of the week is Vincent the dog, who is a character on Lost. Oh, is it the golden <laughs> lab that you were putting? Yeah, it's the yellow <laughs> lab uh, who belongs to Walt, uh, who's like a 11-year-old boy. And right. I don't know, so many of the characters are really annoying, but... Vince, it's the best. He's so great. Whenever it cuts to him, he just looks so happy and not the brightest. <laughs> like just with his no, tongue. Pure out. lab. Yeah, I love Vincent. Like whenever, whenever he shows up, Jay and I are like, "Oh, Vincent!" Like, oh. And if you know, Jay's this is now Jay's third time watching Lost. Like, it's one of his favorite shows. That and Gossip Girl. He always likes me to preface like, "You can't just say Lost is my favorite show. You have to say my two favorite shows are Lost and Gossip Girl." Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. I. I mean, I get it. It says um, Yin and Yang. 
he's got range, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. variety. But, you know, so he's seen it a lot. So every now and then if he's like getting up to grab a drink, like he won't pause it. But if there's a shot of Vincent that he's missed, I'm like, I'm going back so you can see that shot of Vincent. You can't mm-hmm. just like not watch that and watch all the other annoying stuff about all the episodes. I swear I like the show. I know I've called it annoying twice now. Will you tell me the end again when you're done watching it? Because I never finished it. There's no way that I can explain the end like in with my I, mom. I remember trying to read about it because I didn't want to watch any There's, more of these the show. Yeah, you have to just understand that like basically there is no ending to the show because it doesn't make any sense. And then mm. when they tried to make it make more sense, it uh made it worse. So mm. even the Sopranos has an end now. Oh right. Kind of, right? Yeah, like David Chase gave that interview that was like yeah. got as close as he ever got to saying Tony got killed. Right? But he, he like, didn't know he he, he ordered it. dessert. Oh right. And he was like Wait, you guys love this character so much. You followed him for years and years, and now you're telling me that you you're mad because I didn't kill him, or something like that. Or what did people, he? Do people want him to die? Is that like maybe I misread it? But he goes into witness protection as planned because that's how it was gearing oh. up. Oh, he moves to Florida because so, it goes it goes to black right at the end. Yeah, and yeah. you don't really know what happens. And it it's was like summer is parking and it's stressful. She's doing a bad job parallel parking, and they're listening yes. to Journey. Yeah. Don't stop believing, baby. I think it would be nice if he wound up uh, wherever those ducks fly down to. Mm. Oh, yeah. The Mm -hmm. ducks from his pool. And he gets to hang out with his ducks again because that's the only thing that truly makes him happy. Look at these ducks. I I love that show. I miss the big honkers. I drove past a park today where they're normally hanging out. And uh, I was like, where are they? I miss them. They're gone now. Where are they? South. They go south for the winter. Probably in America somewhere. Americans yeah, don't shitting. like them. Well, there's too many of them. They're you. Well, that, hey, hey, that's, hey, 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 that's hey. a. It, that's a phenomenon of the last probably 20 years. It didn't. They used to be. They used to feel quite rare. Canada geese, and now they. I don't know what's going on. There was. I'm sure it's climate change or something. They would but shake. It was because like uh, at least here or where I grew up in Burnaby, they would um, like in parks and like city property, they would like addle the eggs. So they wouldn't hatch, so there wouldn't be so many. But then the geese got smart and learned to make their nests and lay their eggs on private property. Where oh my god! So that's like the ones who had the the oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, (laughs) like I mean, there's I'm sure there's also a lot of other factors, but like that is one of them. I know. Interesting. Uh, Adeline, that's sad about the eggs. Like I understand, and it's pretty humane, but. Yeah, imagine that's your job. You're like, I got to yeah. go out and shake some oh, babies yeah. to Oh, yeah, working for the park sports just sounds like you're just, like, terrible. Hey, terrible job. It's a living. <laughs> Goose abortionist. <laughs> it's and not, Because it's not, yeah. It's cuter. They don't Goose choose aside. it, though. Yeah, that's bad. Um, cool. <laughs> speaking of uh, geese abortions. <laughs> <laughs> this is retail nightmares. I was just going to talk more about geese and how much I love them, but I made it bad. Um, <laughs> Lori. Do you want to know where you can find me and what you should I look sure for? I sure do. I, <laughs> I really what do. I can yeah, read, we'll get there. What I yeah. can listen to. There's a lot to listen to, too. Well, let tell me, me tell all the ya. content. Okay. So uh, I have two books out now in the world. One is called World Travel and a Reverent Guide, 
And uh, there's a chapter about Vancouver and I'm sure that people are not happy about it because it's kind of this, the information is, I'm going to say it's classic information. I don't think there's anything that's really new or ground shaking in there. Um, But you guys both were very helpful in, uh, in confirming information for that chapter and you're in the acknowledgements. World Travel and Reverend Guide co-authored with the late Anthony Bourdain, who was my boss And then uh, just recently, I published another book called Bourdain, The Definitive Oral Biography. And if you are listening in the UK, Australia, or New Zealand, there it's called Bourdain in Stories, because apparently something about the word oral was not pleasing to them. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So they changed the title to Bourdain in Stories. So it's an oral history of his life with Interviews from 91 people ranging from his late mother, his brother, his uh, first wife, second wife, his daughter, uh, colleagues from kitchens in the 1980s and 90s and uh, television production partners and publishing partners and just random uh, interesting people that he met along the way. So those books are out now. Uh, It's HarperCollins in the U.S. and Canada and Bloomsbury in the U.K., Australia and New Zealand. And I am... Uh, too active on Instagram. I spend a lot of time there. Um, and I'm less active on Twitter. And in both places, I am at Lori Woolever, L-A-U-R-I-E-W-O-O-L-E-V-E-R. Nice. Well, amazing. You're such an amazing person, Lori. And I think you're so cool. Everyone should listen to Carb Face. You just so released funny. a new episode that was very good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, the I flaccid, to it. flaccid vegan dick pic. Flaccid oh. vegan penis. Yeah. Every time I see that picture, I'm like, oh, God, those sausages are delicious. Like, I see <laughs> it, but then I remember how delicious those sausages are. Yeah, put them in your mouth, man. Sweet Italian. <laughs> I listened to that whole episode while I was doing a puzzle yesterday. And oh, it was good. perfect. Ah, oh, thank you. I love your um, new your new mattress sponsor. Uh, <laughs> Bitsagarbagematress.com. <laughs> Did you buy it? it? Did you buy the uh, website? I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm, I've already ordered one. I can't wait to upgrade to get the fuck hole so I can fuck <laughs> my mattress. <laughs> I want to see my garbage again. I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a family affair. It'll become part of the family. It's beautiful. Yeah. I've, I've been telling Jay, I want to expand our family. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's time now it's time to start me. a family yeah haunted mattress he just got his third vasectomy um <laughs> alicia people want to come to your show or follow you online oh, or buy yeah. your book how they do that you can if you are in vancouver you can come to come draw with me on december 4th at little mountain gallery it will be the last come draw with me that I'll be doing there because the building comes down January 4th, I think. January Oof. 4th is a Monday, yeah. If you want to buy my book, I think it's still for sale. I think, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, to be, at some point, they'll stop selling it. They haven't recalled it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. Uh, or you can follow me on Twitter, at Alicia A. Tobin. You can follow me on Instagram, too. Jessica, if, yes. people, want to, if people want to hang out with you. Uh, I'm full. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> if you want to buy a tote bag, I have two left from the latest printing. Uh, RetailNightmares.BigCartel.com. We are getting another printing of them done. But if you, I mean, I hate that I'm saying this, but if you want something in time for the holidays, <laughs> you have to start ordering it now because of the, the shipping supply delay. chain. The supply 
Uh, so yeah, if you want to wake up on uh, the Dark Lord's birthday morning and have a Dracula tote bag under <laughs> your uh, Yule tree, I don't know how festivities work. <laughs> Uh, hit us up. We've got some. I live a block away from a post office and I am way too invested in the employees' lives. Mm. Uh, and uh, you can support us on Patreon if you want. Patreon.com mm-hmm. slash Retail Nightmares. Mm-hmm. There's so much fun stuff up there. We love you, Lori. Thank you so much. Yeah, for- thank you. Thank you, guys. This thank was you the you. best. Literally the best day of my life. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to go get on the subway and see what sort of feces or urine has been left on my bed by my cat. Ooh. Probably none. Yeah, Probably let's none. Hope. Let's, should we wager? No. I'm maybe guessing. Next time. <laughs> you have to let us know now. I will. I will. Invested. <laughs> I'll tweet it. And you've said you've been like doing a lot of twos tonight. Everything is mm-hmm. in twos. And so I'm like, my vote is for a poo. A lot of twos. I, I don't think she's going to do it. No, I mean, I, I hope, hope for your not. sake. Yes. I, I gave her not. tuna water today. So that could go either way. The ultimate treat. She could feel really good or she could vomit tuna water on the bed. Either way. Either way, it's fine. Either way, your bed's going to smell amazing. Amazing. Do you have laundry yeah. in your, in your yes. suite? Oh, yes. Not in my suite, but in the building. Yeah. Yeah. We both have it in our buildings, but I would love it in my suite. Yeah, that's the dream. Uh, that's for very rich people. Yeah. yeah, New York is different. It's pretty common here now, but not in older buildings. Like I had ours. it once and only once, and it was, mm. oh, what a, what a dream to just be like, I want to wash this at 3 a.m. And I'm, yeah. yeah, and to choose like the length of your cycle and the type of oh, oh my God. luxury. Anyway, donate to our Patreon. Right. <laughs> yeah, so we can have better apartments. So we can have in sweet laundry maybe one day. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. We love you all. Bye. 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 Bye.